All righty. I've always, always, always loved to talk to our next guest because he can help us, you, me, all of us, with financial questions. We all have them. Sometimes he comes up with the ones that we never even thought about, and we appreciate the work of the managing director, portfolio manager of Ancora, David Sowerby. Good afternoon, David. Great to be with you, Paul, and that's a very generous introduction. Thank you. Well, I I mean it. And we talk about things like, you don't know I'm going to say this, but I get a kick out of it. You know when things sound too good to be true? Maybe they are. And did you see this latest? (laughs) Red Lobster had this endless shrimp deal. You could go in, you pay 20 bucks, you could eat as much shrimp as you wanted. And I thought, on me alone, they would lose money. If I went into Red Lobster and ate as much shrimp as I love and could eat for 20 bucks, well, guess what? Red Lobster's endless shrimp deal was indeed too popular. The company has now had to admit. I think they raised it to $25, which isn't going to help much. The promotion turned out to be a little too good for the customers and has cost Red Lobster on their bottom line. Can you imagine? We don't. We don't see that very often, but we do see it from time to time. And I wanted to point out that little business nugget from Red Lobster. The other good news is U.S. economic growth for the last quarter has been revised up. Go ahead, please. I'm sorry. U.S. economic growth for the last quarter has been revised up to a 5.2% annual rate. Two, two immediate observations, Paul W. A year ago, all those fearless forecasts had U.S. real GDP growing barely positive. We'll probably see in 2023 that we're closer to 25 to 3% inflation-adjusted growth. So much for forecasting. It's treacherous. And, and then second, never, under, under, never underestimate the health of households, consumers, businesses, to be able to create economic and shareholder value in the face of high inflation, high interest rates, excessive government spending, kudos to the consumer as well as business for the economic and profit growth we're seeing currently. Well, look, I never understand these uh, these figures and how oftentimes, frankly, they're revised lower. You know, the report comes out and says it's this, and then they go, oh, by the way, a month or two later, it really was just this. I've never understood how they even do these things or why they do these reports before they actually know for sure what the numbers should be. It, It comes down to the sample size. So when you get the first number, the sample size for the data is less. A Bureau of Economic Analysis collects more data the sample size is and then the revision either goes up or down. Good news for the economy, good news for the markets, that it went higher. And for the time being, we're limiting the recession talk, better than expected growth. And good news, as I said, that's good news for households, good news for investors. Good economic growth leads to good corporate profit growth. That's what gets stock portfolios to keep going higher. So this uh, consumer spending is the lifeblood of the economy. And the U.S. economy still 
at least at this moment the world's largest, has certainly proved to be resilient, even as the Federal Reserve went about its raising its benchmark interest rate 11 times since March of 2022. That was to fight the worst bout of inflation in four decades. That was self-inflicted, but that we don't have to get political or go into that. I mean, that's just the reality. But the, but the, the point coming away from this, the point is that this is all good news right now. It, it certainly is. You, you mentioned it. The consumer stayed very resilient. Throw in a supporting uh, vote for businesses have stayed very resilient. And it comes down to just managing your corporate balance sheet, your household balance sheet, locking in low interest rates of two or three years ago and not being as susceptible to high interest rates, courtesy, courtesy of high inflation. Uh, consumers still have a little bit of savings left over from the COVID stimulus. Businesses locked in low-cost debt, uh, particularly large companies. And the outcome is... 5% real growth, we probably won't maintain it, but it gives more credence to that often uh, uttered soft landing for the economy. And that looks to be the case for next year. We don't, we don't dismiss a recession, but you still have the likelihood that you'll see corporate profit growth next year, 5 to 8 maybe as much as 10% growth, and that's what's going to need to support higher stock prices. And you see what, what always bothers me every year, is when somebody comes out way in advance of what we would consider the holiday shopping season and says, oh, it's going to be a bad holiday shopping season, which to me creates its own problem and makes people say, oh, boy, I better hold back. Uh, it apparently isn't going to be a good shopping season. I have to tell you something. I think it's going to be a great shopping season. And I think there are more indicators that say that than otherwise. You can correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. Absolutely. If you look at personal consumption spending, which is durables, non-durables, as well as services, it's growing 5%. Inflation-adjusted after-tax income, that's growing better than 3%. That's a very important component. There is a bit of a separation between what consumers are telling you and their confidence Low well, unemployment rate. Yeah, you broke it's up. It's going to be a, a good holiday season. All right. That's what I wanted to hear. It's, thank you for telling me what I wanted to hear. It's going to yeah. be a good uh, holiday season. Quick note. Uh, a, as it turns out, close friend of the University of Michigan and President Santa Ono uh, and a U of M grad, Charlie Munger, who built a fortune worth more than $2 billion at one point, uh, his wealth has been decreasing as he engaged in philanthropy, passed away at the age of 99. Every investment guy I've ever talked to, they have great things to say about Charlie Munger. I want you to just say if there's anything on your mind you'd like to add. One of my very favorite Charlie Munger quotes, tell me the incentive, I'll tell you the outcome. I don't know how many times I've referenced that. It's been multiple times how profound and astute for Charlie Munger, among his many good observations. The astute David Sowerby, Managing Director, Portfolio Manager, Ancora. Thank you, my friend. My pleasure. Thank you, Paul. We continue on WJR.